Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring Josh Centers of Tidbits. We'll be focusing on that CPU bug first reported by Intel. Will it slow down older Windows PCs? Hmm. We'll also hear a bit later from Bob Dr. Maclevitis. All this and much, much more on the Tech Night Owl Live. <laughs> now, I should point out that I have talked to several people in recent weeks about Skype 8 which is being forced upon us when you choose upgrade. And Josh Centers is almost universal in his conclusion that it's a horrible update, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not used to it. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not terribly impressed this far. Yeah, you're giving up features, and some things are just really, really dumb decisions. So, for example, unless there's a way to do it, I try to originate a conversation on the telephone and then add a Skype name to the group. It lets me do the reverse, but not starting with placing a phone call on Skype. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Microsoft for you. <laughs> Let's talk about the key issues that are confronting the world of technology and especially readers of tidbits. So we have... The CPU bug. We talked about it a little bit last week with Kirk McElhern, but there's more stuff going on, especially on the PC side, where the fixes are not going so well. But isn't it interesting, though, that Apple came out with this announcement last week about it, what they were doing to address it, and soon all the coverage you read in some of the major news organizations was that it was an Apple problem, not that it impacted billions of computers i hadn't seen that I, i've seen uh you know intel being pinpointed uh largely i mean it, I, i'm not surprised if some places are pinning on apple just because that seems to be what gets the clicks and that's what all what some places care about anymore but this isn't just an intel thing this is also to a lesser degree an amd thing it's also an arm thing so this really affects basically every computer produced within the last 20 years or so, which is a little frightening because it's it's such a fundamental issue. It's a fundamental engineering issue with the way they make chips and uh, the way they optimize for performance. I'm not quite sure uh, how you fix this or if you do. Well, it looks like they are fixing it. It's just a question of whether it has a performance impact. Now, mm -hmm. AMD at first denied that their chips were impacted. Yeah, well, I, th I can't remember which one it was. There was one bug that did not affect AMD, but another one that affected AMD just as much. I couldn't tell you which. But you know, as I said, it's a basic way and problem with how the chips are designed. And so, and there's various ways of uh, exploiting this. So, you know, like, like I said earlier, like, yeah, they haven't really fixed it because they haven't really fixed it. They've and even Apple said in their updates, they said they've mitigated it. They've lessened it, at least as far as they know. But there is a real possibility that there's going to be more flaws uh, that exploit this. And, you know, there could be an entire family of these vulnerabilities. And the scary thing is, too, I mean, there could be some already in use that no one even knows about. It's incredibly bad, Gene. It, <laughs> it's incredibly bad. 
What surprises me is this bug supposedly has existed since 1997. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, extremely. Well, I'll probably get in hot water trying to explain how this happens, but in essence, what what's happening is to speed up the performance for these chips, the um, what they do is they'll try to anticipate if you're going to choose a one, you know, one or two door number one or door number two, it'll it'll anticipate what happens if you choose both. Well, apparently the way this exploit works is that. So usually what happens is, let's say you choose door number one. Okay, so the chip says, okay, it just discards door number two. Well, the exploit can read which one you discarded. I'm probably totally butchering this. And even through, um, you know, the wall and application memory. So one application can read what's happening in another through the CPU. And so uh, that's basically what, what happens. So something that they've done to try to improve performance, which is, you know, being ready for whichever decision you make as a user, it's, uh, that's actually exposing information. And like I said, I've probably totally butchered that, but that's the general gist of how this is working in a very non-technical sense. And it's also going to be why it's going to be very, very difficult to actually eliminate it. They're going to have to go back to the drawing board of 20 years or more of CPU design to actually eliminate this now the good news is you can't just exploit this on it by itself uh it has to piggyback on some other sort of malware so you already have to be infected to get hit with this so it's really just icing on a really lousy cake but i mean what it means uh is that you know you can have a a piece of uh javascript uh and a, on a malicious website that could read like passwords from other applications is my understanding of this now of course all the browser makers are updating uh their browsers to uh you know try to ward this off and all that but like i said it's an entire family the, the really what we're looking at is for the past two decades um processors and computers have been fundamentally insecure <laughs> so um yeah it's it's bad to think this existed this long does anybody have an excuse as to why it took this long to figure it out yeah, you know i've seen some things about it um you know i couldn't really tell you in depth uh how this all came about i think what it was was that people just weren't looking at this there was just sort of a fundamental assumption um i'm not even an assumption just no one ever thought to think that the CPU itself could be a vector for attack. And then somebody actually tried it and they found out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it's actually a pretty good vector for attack. Regardless. Okay. So Apple has mitigated it. They released another update this week to address Spectre, which apparently is the update that it impacts the browsers. Okay. And now which is even more interesting. We're reading stories that Microsoft released a patch, I think it was last week, the 3rd of January, which would be last Wednesday. And we're hearing now about all sorts of things, problems with it. So this is a story at ZDNet. Microsoft says older Windows versions will face greatest performance hits after meltdown Spectre patches. Where that comes from, was a statement from Intel that performance would be impacted by 5 to 30%. Now, Apple said 
the benchmarks wouldn't change except one browser benchmark would be two and a half percent slower. That's the Mac. But for Windows, Microsoft isn't saying how bad, but older computers are impacted. And then there's a story you linked me to from The Verge. Epic Games blames meltdown CPU performance issues for Fortnite downtime. What does that mean? Well, one of the things I've been hearing from experts on this I've been talking to is that um, where this is really going to hit is in the cloud and cloud-based applications uh, we all use. And, and this is one example. Now, of course, this is an example you know, of a video game where you know, there's a lot of performance needed there. It's, you know, it's a very big uh, strain on these CPUs. So maybe we won't see this everywhere. I don't think this is a terribly popular game because I've never even heard of it before. But it's just an example of here's one cloud-based application where they're saying that, yes, it's the Intel bug that that's uh, you know causing this to uh, slow down so significantly. So that's something to keep an eye on. Even if our individual Macs and PCs and iPads and whatever aren't terribly affected, you know, this could be a big deal for the cloud. We're going to avoid getting too cloudy till the next segment with Josh Centers of Tidbits. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night How Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. 
with the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035. Hi, I'm Craig Samet, Chief Clinical Officer from Anthem. Every new parent dreams of bringing their baby home for the first time. But some babies are born too sick or too soon to come home right away. That's why the Anthem Foundation supports the life-saving research and programs of the March of Dimes, the leading nonprofit organization for pregnancy and baby health. Help us give every baby a fighting chance so that more babies can come home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. best way to support the Tech Night Owl Live is to subscribe to Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technightowl.com for more info, plus.technightowl.com. For a modest subscription rate, we give you a version of the show free at the network ads. Better quality audio. Tech Night Owl Plus. We have Josh Sanders. We're talking about Intel's CPU bug, which is an ARM CPU bug, which is apparently an AMD CPU bug. And now we have the report, of course, that Cloud services may be really slowed down. Microsoft is warning that older versions of Windows with older processors might be impacted. There was also a report that a fix for the Spectre bug last week from Microsoft bricked some machines using AMD processors. So, so far, what we're hearing is the mess is just beginning. Yeah, um, we don't know how far this is going to extend or how long this is going to last. I, I don't want to, you know, employ hyperbole here, but uh, chances are this is probably going to mean some very big changes in computing over the next few years. The, another interesting thing about this is about a month before this was revealed to the public, the CEO of Intel sold as much of his stock as the company would allow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me pull this up. I, I should have mentioned this before the show. Let's see. Yeah, CEO Brian Krasnick, there's there's not a vowel there, uh, sold about half his stock months after he learned about critical flaws in billions of his company's microchips. This is from CNN. Krasnick now holds only the minimum number of shares he's required to own. 
So apparently after he learned about this internally and about a month before uh, he releases to the public, then, uh, yeah, he sold as much of his stock as, as he could. That so reminds me of what the leadership at Equifax did before their security mm-hmm. leak was discovered. Yeah, yeah, they did that too, didn't they? They're hightailing it out of here is what it is. And you think Intel, but it's not just Intel. It's ARM, it's AMD, it's not just one company. Right, right. I, I just thought that was funny. I, I, as far as I know, the uh, the CEO of ARM and the CEO of uh, AMD haven't done anything like that. So it's just an interesting side note to this whole thing. Oh, boy. What can I say? We'll be watching what happens here. And if there are any issues on the Macs, which there aren't yet, or on iPhones, we'll let you know. But right now, it looks like most of the trouble is on the Windows platform and in the cloud. The CPU bug. Ouch. Oh, boy. You know, originally, I think Intel had suggested we'd have to replace all their CPUs. And maybe they were salivating over that. But that, however, is not going to happen. Let's move on to some other topics here. You've got a body over at CES. Yes. Yes, do. Yes, our, our fearless reporter, Jeff Porton, is on the scene rounding up all the various uh, gizmos and gadgets and weird toys for us. Did he see it all? This LG TV set, this OLED set where you can just roll it up? No, I, I well, if he has, he hasn't shared it with me yet. I did see, um, I think it was TLC. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not TLC. It's TCL. They have a TV set that looks like a picture frame. Now, TCL sells low-cost flat-panel TV sets, and the big thing they contain is Roku built in. Yes, I I helped my in-laws get one. And let me tell you, they're, they're amazing televisions. They really are. The Roku software is terrific. Uh, the picture quality is excellent. Just in general, it's a... It's, I mean, and they got it for something like... This is a 55-inch 4K TV, and they got it on sale after tax in Kentucky. Um, and this is a one-day sale, but still, it was $333. I think... Was it the P-Series? Maybe. I, I don't know. The P-Series is the better one, the one that's gotten all the good reviews. I'll tell you one thing about TV sets. When you go to the store to look at the sets, it's really difficult to see much of a difference anymore. When you mm-hmm. see the big differences in the reviews, these are very subtle things. You know, maybe you'll see action movies look better. When you turn on HDR and 4K, you may see a better quality picture. Upscaling HD content to 4K, which is probably what you're going to be doing most of the time because there's not much in 4K out there, that's going to make a big difference. Now, I mentioned to you in our previous segment some weeks back that I was reviewing this M-series set from Vizio. It's a 55-inch M-series, and it does really good work. And, of course, you see the limits still of LCD sets compared to OLED or the old plasma, which is the viewing angle. Any one of these things, you see of them from the side, the picture dims. The color quality dims. This is just some do it better or worse. That's one issue right there, which you'd notice. Also, most of these real thin TV sets, the sound isn't so good. 
you know, it's clear and clean, but nothing special. You really need a sound bar or a sound base or something to really get the best. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's just a problem with LCDs in general. But I mean, you're right in that, you know, these LCDs, they seem like, I mean, over time, there's just not a ton of difference in them. And it's funny, this TCL I helped my in-laws get, I, l- I looked it up on RTings uh, later and I was just curious what the reviews were, and they said it was one of the most um, accurate LCDs they had tested. They and they gave the, this TV a tremendous score. Um, so I, w- I was just blown away <laughs> by this. Th- the only problem I had I've had with it was, uh, let's see, there there was like a I don't know. It could probably use some more HDMI ports, but it has three, which is better than a lot of even more expensive TVs, and. Uh, yeah, um, I do wish I had a lot. I don't think it has HDMI arc out, you know, for a sound bar, but um, that's really about the only complaints I have with this TV. It's, I mean, I, let me tell you, I, I tell people nowadays, I'm not sure why I would buy an Apple TV, um, you know, between Movies Anywhere, which lets you transport your movies, most of them, between any of the major services, and, um, how good the Roku, the built-in Roku TV software is. It's so good. It's like, you know, most of the time, like I have an Android TV, it's a Sony and it's the slowest, buggiest software. It's just awful. It's, it's got that typical Google attention to detail, which is none. Um, you know, I've tried a few of these different ones. The Roku software is really good for built-in. I mean, snappy, quick, not slow, not buggy. Um, it feels every bit as good as a Roku box. And they liked it so much. They liked the interface so much. I bought them a Roku box for their old TV that they, they moved downstairs. So uh, the Roku stock has really been booming lately. And I can see why, because uh, you know I think they've got this nailed better than Apple, Google, or even Amazon. Now, I should tell you, in all fairness, the Vizio has Google Chromecast, but I'll tell you about that in a moment. We've got more to come with Josh Centers of Tidbits. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered. From business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, 
and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771, 800-831-0771, or visit reputationdefender.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the pad and fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. So as I was saying, Vizio has Google Chromecast, and the way they work it out is you get a core 10-12 apps built into the set. And those are the ones you want, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon. And I think Voodoo. So most of what anyone needs is already there. If you want the rest, you can cast it from your mobile device using what they call a smart cast app. That's how they work out their system. Now, I'm not going to go too much into the interface stuff, except Netflix seems okay. You know, I use the Netflix app pretty much. You know, I'm not in the position to join lots of services. I think probably for the vast majority of the audience... That's all they need, Netflix, 
Amazon, Hulu. Maybe they'll get a few others. I don't know about CBS All Access if you want to watch Star Trek Discovery or something. Oh, you, you can get that through uh, Amazon now. CBS All Access? Yeah, I, th- I think that's something they've added to the, uh, the Amazon. Let's see, Amazon. I, not in this country, I don't think. Let's that's see. a separate Let's service. See. CBS All Access available to Amazon Prime members in the U.S. as add-on channel. That's from Variety. So how much does it cost extra? It's the same as uh, if you got, let's see. Oh, okay, it'll be nine ninety nine a month, but then in the next few months, they're going to have one with commercials for 6 bucks a month. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just like, um, you know, they offer HBO and Showtime and some of these other subscription things through Amazon. So that's right. how that's going to work there. All right. Anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. The point being here is that how much of a need is there for an Apple TV anymore? You know, more and more of the smart TV sets, and we can talk about the interface. Roku is obviously the best, but if you don't need a lot of different services, Google Chromecast on the Vizio is just fine. Other you know, maybe you'll get a better interface, but for most people, it won't matter that much if their selection is really slim. So Apple's really got a hard time here. The only advantage they can possibly offer is the integration with iTunes beyond or games. I don't know how many people play games on Apple TV. Otherwise, you know, it's it's really a tough sell. Yeah, I mean, the main thing is AirPlay, but... uh I mean, we still use ours mostly. Let's see, I've got, I got a Fire Stick, and the first one I had to send back because it didn't work, and so they had to send me another one. They had to send me a refurb Fire Stick, and so uh, that one works okay. Um, you know, we, it's about six one half dozen the other on you know that versus the hundred and fifty dollar Apple TV I got hooked up. So uh, we mostly just stick to the Apple TV. If nothing else, because we can easily control the Apple TV from our phones. Although if you have a Roku, um, the Roku app for it's pretty good. Um, not quite as slick as uh, uh, not quite as slick as um, uh, the the Apple TV thing. Especially uh, uh, considering you can pull up the Apple TV remote from Control Center. But um, yeah, it, it's it's really hard for me, and I'm the author of Take Control of Apple TV. I've, it's it's in my interest for for all your listeners to purchase an Apple TV and then buy my book, but uh, it's just not much reason to. I mean, you know, some people have very specific reasons. They have a lot of TV shows. The TV shows won't transfer through movies anywhere. You know, they still like AirPlay for some reason. You know, even though I I never really had AirPlay work that great. And Apple's kind of abandoned it. I mean, AirPlay 2 is supposed to be a thing, but it's it's months past due. So it's just it's just kind of hard to recommend. I mean, if you use Netflix and Hulu, those work great just about anywhere. Your movies now, again, movies anywhere. You can use that and you can transfer them over to Amazon or to uh, uh, you know, Google. And actually, they'll transfer them to YouTube even because uh, that's linked up to Google. Um, I should write an article about that. But anyway, so, yeah, you're not really trapped to any single platform. So, yeah, it's just there's not much use to buy an Apple TV. Yeah, you got the games for it, but the games suck. And I mean, there's a, there's a couple of good ones, but 
um, the developers have kind of given up on Apple TV and they've ported those to other platforms. Um, even, you know, one, one game I do like for the Apple TV is this, uh, is a Zelda clone called ocean horn that originated on the iPhone and the developers have even ported that to the, to the Nintendo switch now, which is, you know, an actual, you know, gaming console <laughs> that has buttons and joysticks and stuff. Uh, I, I just don't, for, for the price point for 180 whopping dollars, I have a really hard time recommending the Apple TV. Um, you know, it, it may have some better technology, but not by much. It just, it just doesn't justify its price. If it were a hundred bucks, it would be pretty easy to recommend. But Apple has just kind of lost its mind with with this stuff. Um, yeah, that's right. I can't, I can't recommend it. <sighs> I'll tell you, that's just kind of unfortunate that Apple really lost the game there. But what can Apple even do if more and more sets are building in their own smart features, for better or worse? Netflix is being bundled by some cable TV providers, you know, like Xfinity from Comcast. Yeah, I think... um Really, the the, tr- the thing is, Apple has just totally lost the ball in this thing. I mean, it, um, you know, and and uh, you know, people used to make fun of Gene Munster for saying they need to make a TV set. You, you know, I remember every single quarterly, you know, Apple investor call that was like, "When are you making a TV set?" You know, and and uh, <laughs> the, the reality is, they should have made a TV set, and the time to do it was probably about four years ago. Um, you know, well, they, well, they, that was still an opening there. I mean, because there's no way they're going to compete. No, granted, that $333 TCL was a one-day deal, but it's not going to be a one-day deal forever. I mean, you give it next year, year after, it's going to be standard. You're going to be able to walk into a place and say, yeah, give me the 55-inch 4K TCL for $300, and you're going to walk out of there and it's going to have all the software you need. Um, and it's going to have a way better remote than anything Apple's ever came up with. Because the Roku remotes are just incredible. They really are. And, you know, so amazing picture quality. I mean, even if Apple did a TV set now, you know, okay, well, here's a terrible remote and uh, our subpar tvOS software. And, uh, yeah, the screen's really nice. Uh, The whole thing's made of aluminum, and it costs (laughs) $2,500. I mean, that's that's Apple's way of doing things. I I think the best thing Apple could do is to start – bringing um, the iTunes ecosystem to other platforms at this point. Um, I know that's really lame. It's really weak. But, you know, at this point, you know, a- Amazon is on almost every platform. Netflix is on most platforms. Uh, you know, Spotify is on most platforms. You know, make iTunes video and make um, uh, Apple Music as ubiquitous as those things are. That's probably, you know, your their best bet in this content field, because TVOS is a dead platform. Um, independent developers are just not wasting their time with it, and you'd be kind of a fool to bother. Um, and that's that's how I see it. I mean, yeah, it's extremely unfortunate. Apple, but Apple just kind of seems to have lost its will to compete in this space. Um, so, you know, instead of trying to sucker people into buying a a box that is twice as expensive as it's actually worth. Um, you know, just, just put iTunes in the TVs in some capacity, you know, port iTunes video to, I don't know, Roku <laughs> or Hey, there's an idea. I don't know. I don't know. 
I think Amazon owns part of Roku, don't they? Or something like that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Apple should buy Roku and just be like, here, you know, just put iTunes in it. We'll call this Apple TV now. <laughs> we'll just the remote and all. That, that might be Apple's best bet. Just buy Roku and just, you know, ship TCL TVs with the Apple logo on it. <laughs> that would be would, the official Apple TV. There, were, there you go. That would be yeah. the Apple TV. Anyway, we've got more to come with Josh Centers of Tidbits. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night How Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. About six months ago, my wife bought Extendivite. She didn't tell me she was giving it to me. So after about three days, I said, maybe, you know, maybe the weather's changed or something. I said, my, my, my legs feel really good. And she goes, well, I've been giving you this stuff, and it was Extendivite. And you know that I'm about 75% better 
I can actually climb stairs now, and I can get up out of chairs. I can I can even get down and, you know, I got to work under a table or a computer table and work on a computer. I can actually get back up off the floor. You know what? It's an amazing product. I can't believe, I didn't think anything short of having surgery was going to help. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit partdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Let's get back to CES. So your person is CES Anything look really interesting this year? Or is it more of the same? I'm finding it kind of interesting this year. And one of the main reasons is I've developed an interest in home automation stuff. And so we're seeing some neat home kit uh, gizmos coming out of this space. But one of the really interesting things I saw, let me pull this up. This is from, as we're speaking, this is a draft article. It should be posted by the time people listen to this. Okay. So this one actually made me tear up a little bit. Um, Aflac is giving away this robotic duck to kids with cancer. Um, and uh, it's it's sort of like a Tamagotchi. Remember those virtual pets kids used to have back in like the 90s? Um, so, so the kid's going to kind of take care of this, this uh, robotic duck. And um, this is the part that really, really get, you know, got to me. The 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 duck they tell the kids the duck has cancer too and so and so when the kid has to get chemo you know and that can be a very unpleasant process you know for you know well for anyone especially for children so they'll tell them like that uh, the kid has to has to give the duck its chemo too and so it has like a like a hookup to get chemo and all that so the ki- so that's a way of distracting the kid as the kid's getting chemo which you know it's, it's just really sad but it's also a really sweet thing. This company's doing, and they're they're going to give these away for free. You know, I mean, it's not like a cheap thing. This is actually like a, it's kind of reminiscent of uh, the new Sony Ibo, which they were showing off at uh, CES. So that's that's one thing that really just grabbed my attention, and seemed to grab the attention of a lot of other people too. Anything else we can point yeah, to? Yeah, uh, let's see. I'm looking. Was, we get tons of stuff from. So one of the big things. Of course, uh, this year they're talking about is 5G, which might be interesting um, in that, you know, it's going to be potentially as fast as home broadband, which, you know, could make some applications possible that weren't before. Of course, the problem with this is, you know, it doesn't matter how fast your Internet is. If you still have like a, you know, a one gigabyte data cap, it's not really going to matter much. So, 
let's see. Uh, big thing this year has been um, various earbuds because everyone's going to compete with the AirPods. There's one called the My Manu Click Plus translation earbuds. Uh, I'll be curious to see if those work better than the the Google earbuds. And um, let's see. There's the uh, oh yeah the Lizen the Lizen hearing assistance earbuds. And and what these can do are um, it can shut out uh, ambient noise. So it you know, I don't know how much different that is from like the current Bose uh, earbuds that can do that. But you know I've I've used some of those and they're pretty impressive. Uh, and this has to go for one of the worst product I've ever heard. The Air by Crazy Baby Nano earbuds, which are uh, some really neat earbuds and they sell for under a hundred dollars. So we'll see if they can actually compete with AirPods or not. Um, the uh, we're seeing some real Eero competitors now. D-Link has a thing called the Tri-Band. Uh, it's it comes with three router stations for 250 bucks i think the Eero is like 500 bucks for uh, a similar setup so i'll be curious to see if that you know compares favorably to the Eero because you know i could maybe spend two, 250 for a router i 500 bucks that's just it's just too much one of the most interesting things the mudo custom aromatics so basically you have this gizmo that comes with like scent cartridges and you have a phone app that lets you mix them in different ways to create different smells one of those people that's really into candles and incense and that sort of thing, uh, you can get a Mudo and customize the smells coming out of this box. That looks interesting. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I never go for those crazy little gadgets. You know, I'm interested in the next TV set or a sound bar or something like that or audio or a big... Uh, big well, Roku is uh, making a sound bar. Have you heard about this? They're teaming up with TCL again, and it's going to be... Uh, not just for a t- not for the TV, but it'll also be able to work independently, and it will uh, have its own voice assistant in it. Um, and that's another big thing. It's, we're seeing at CES too. We're seeing all kinds of products with Alexa built in, and you know, just like uh, you know, Amazon's kind of taken over a lot. You know, Roku's kind of taken over TVs, and Amazon has sort of taken over uh, all the TV platforms by adding its own app to all of them, even Apple TV now. Uh, now we're seeing Alexa in all this stuff. You know, it, it's pathetic when you think of what where Siri could be. You know, like I just bought a new thermostat and it has Alexa built into it, and, and there's no reason why I couldn't have had Siri built into it instead. But Apple just didn't see, just didn't see it. Yeah, that's the interesting thing here. There was an article in one of the tech sites saying that Siri has lost out completely to Alexa. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it's all relative, right? You know, if you have an iPhone, you know, it's it's Siri or nothing. I mean, you can use Alexa technically, but you know, it's not built in. But yeah, in terms of like the ecosystem, um, yeah, you know, and I, I, I've been using Alexa, and I haven't really been terribly impressed with. Oh wow, it's so much smarter than Siri. But what it does have that Siri doesn't is a proper ecosystem. Um, you know, I know you can technically develop apps for Siri now, but the way it works is kind of clunky. It doesn't really work well. You know, I can walk up to my thermostat and say, Alexa, install this skill, and it will do it and I, just by me telling it, and it's probably available. Um, like, uh, like a lot of local – like here's an example. A lot of local radio stations have Alexa skills. So if you want to listen to your local radio station via Alexa, you just tell it, hey, download – you know, the 98.9 app or, you know, whatever, and it can do it. 
and then you can listen to your favorite radio station th- through your your Alexa speaker. And you can't do that with Siri. That's that's because Apple only has a very limited set of things you can do with Siri, and that's definitely not one of them because they want you listening to Apple Music. <laughs> they don't want the uh, local NPR station competing with uh, Beats One. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they're already offering rival services when it comes to, shall we say, your Apple TV services. You're not locked into just iTunes. No, but it's all it's all stuff you can watch through uh, the TV app, right? So, except for Netflix, you can search Netflix, but you can't watch that one through TV. It's it's weird how that works. But uh, I I don't know, like I but. In any case, Siri is just very limited. And it's just such a shame that um, because Apple was in this years before Amazon. I mean, when did Alexa come out? Was it was it 2015? It seems like it hasn't been out that long. It's 2014, but it doesn't look as if it really sold an awful lot at the beginning. And even now they say it's so popular, but that's relative sure well i mean yeah amazon doesn't have a successful phone uh the way a- apple does i mean I, I, there's nothing that alexa does that, that siri couldn't do you know and I, i've heard a lot of stuff about how apple is you know they want to boost up siri and make it more competitive okay well then open up the platform make it more useful for developers put it on other devices you know um this thermostat I got, it's an Echo B4. Now, the Echo B is designed primarily for the the Apple sphere, you know, for you know the, because it's unlike the Nest, it's HomeKit compatible, but yet it has Alexa built into it. And I'm sure if I talked to some people at Echo B, I'm sure they'd, be, they'd tell me they would much rather have had Siri built into it. But, of course, that isn't possible because Apple doesn't license Siri. Um I know there's all sorts of reasons, you know, it's it's not a good idea for Apple to license certain things. You know, you know people will refer back to the, uh, uh, the uh, you know, Mac clones back in the 90s. But this is a little different. You know, this is a chance to, you know, put that intelligence um, such as it is in all these different products. Uh, and, uh, and Apple and Amazon's clearly... Uh, uh, you know, showing that, proving that it works. I don't, I'm not sure Apple even thought to do it. You know, I just thought, thought they thought, oh yeah, well, you know, Siri, it's an Apple devices, and you know, but Amazon did just like they've done with Kindle and you know some of their other various products that turn into services. You know, the Kindle went from being just an ebook reader. Now it's it's also a it's also a cloud service. You can go on different platforms. Um, you know, their TV stuff isn't limited to just, you know, fire TV. It's, you know, in any kind of TV device you can find. Uh, and, you know, now it's the same with Alexa. It started in the Echo, and now it's on these other devices. So, and, uh, you know, I, I, I guess Apple will probably get there eventually, but they're still going to be playing catch-up to Amazon in this space. Well, of course, we have the HomePod coming out. Anytime now, so we'll have to see what happens. We've got more to come, maybe a bit more from the CES. We'll also talk about the brand new thermostat that Josh got over the holidays. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. 
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. If you're talking, they will hear you Why are we getting killed like this? Kyle's not here. Got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Harsh. Hey, he knew not to drink. We've made that clear to all of our kids, right? Uh, no, not really. Bill, if we don't tell them what we expect and why they shouldn't drink, how are they going to know? Talk. They hear you. You can do it if you try. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, Josh Centers of Tidbits. Anything else notable at CES before we move on? I mean, nothing just, I think this is game changing. Uh, you know, there is some interesting stuff in the home kit space. There's this company, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, they make these funky looking weird shaped wall lights and they introduced a, uh, was it a decahedron? Let's see. I think it's a decahedron shaped controller. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Nanoleaf debuts new $49 home kit enabled remote. For controlling nano leaf light panels, and because it's home kit, you can you could reprogram it to work with anything. But it's basically this gigantic, looks like a Dungeons and Dragons dice. Oh, it's not quite. It's about the size of a coffee cup. It's still pretty big for a switch. And I guess you can use this thing to control your smart lights and stuff. Um, it's kind of interesting. I saw another thing where uh, companies are starting to put out. Um, in iOS 11, they made it so HomeKit can control like water valves and stuff like that. And so now you have companies that are uh, putting out garden waterers uh, that are HomeKit compatible. So you know you put that you know put this gizmo between a, a hose and a sprinkler or whatever, and hook up to your have it out in your garden, and you, know, you tell Siri, "Hey, water the garden," and it can do it for you. Which is that's uh, you know that's a pretty cool thing. So just little stuff like that. Um, I've seen uh, Elgato is uh, releasing some more HomeKit stuff in their Eve line. 
they've uh, they're redoing the Eve room, so it'll actually have a display and do some extra little things. And uh, they're also coming out with a, uh, a another smart switch. Uh, it's interesting because they're they're all seem to be using the case for the. It's this gizmo called the Eve Degree that has it's it's got an aluminum rim and then it has a I think an LED uh, display in it, and so they're using that for both the new Eve room and for the this new switch they're coming out with. So you know, some, to me as a tech nerd, there's some interesting stuff, and if you're a TV nerd, there might be some neat things too. But yeah, uh, one neat thing is uh, Sony is uh, coming out with. Do you remember the Ibo? The uh, the robot dog from uh, I was like the early two thousands. I think they had this thing out, and they were like these really expensive. It's like six hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, something like that. I don't know how how expensive these new Ibos will be, but they look pretty impressive. So it's pretty cool to see Sony coming back with those. We'll see if they actually support them in any uh, meaningful way. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think it's a little more interesting than a typical CES, but it's still CES, <laughs> and nothing's gonna rock your world there. Well, you see, a big thing about CES is you'll see new technologies and prototypes, just like we're seeing 8K TV sets. But actually buying these things is the big question, because a lot of these things are vaporware. is isn't a nice technology we have here. And not everything there is a really shipping product. It's just something for the future. Yeah, and there's a lot of that. And there, there are some companies there that uh, Jeff sent, sent us, uh, he filed an article for, it sounded like a really interesting uh, electric car and uh, we, we might publish it we're probably we're probably not going to though just because this company didn't even exist till 2016 it's a chinese company um and so like it sounds cool but yeah <laughs> like apple came get an electric car off the ground much less this company that you know came out of nowhere so <laughs> call me skeptical so what did santa claus bring you this holiday season <laughs> Oh, well, Santa Claus didn't bring me a whole lot. I it, I mostly bought my own stuff. <laughs> Stingy um, guy, isn't he? Well, because he I changed his name to Santa Scrooge. Because <laughs> see, I am Santa Claus. Um, actually, uh, Echo Bee, the company, sent me this thermostat. Uh, I kind of looked at. I've been trying to get in touch with them for months, and I I went and bought a lesser model, and they finally messaged me, and we're like, hey. Uh, we want to send you the Echo B4, which is their, their latest model. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll return that other one then. <laughs> so I installed this thermostat uh, for, for a project I'm working on. And, uh, you know, because I wanted to, I do want to write about this thermostat and tidbits at some point uh, after I learn some more about it. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. I've never done one of these smart thermostats before. I, I've installed thermostats, so the installation was fairly uh, straightforward. You know, it's it's fun to document that sort of stuff for people who are less um, in tune with home repair and such. But uh, so it's kind of interesting. If you get set up, it asks you all these like very specific questions about your your uh, HVAC system. And it's like, oh, you know, and some of it you probably just should know. Like, okay, do you, you know, is it an electric an all electric system? Do you have a heat pump? You know, things like that. But stuff that you know, if you're not prepared for it, you know, could really throw you off. You know, and you know, we do have a dual fuel unit. You know, is it an electric and gas, or is it just electric? And people are like, uh, fortunately, we haven't lived in this house long, but um, it was a flipped house. So the the people who flipped the house had you know, left behind instruction manuals for everything they installed in the house. 
So, you know, I've got all that stuff. I can, you know, do all the research on it. But um, I've had it for, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks now, and uh, it's, it's, I'm just constantly tinkering with it. I think I'm finally at a point where I'm not tinkering with it constantly, and, and maybe it'll actually, you know, save me some headache, you know, instead of, you know, causing. But, you know, there for a while, I was just kind of obsessed with, like, am I using the auxiliary heat too much? Am I, you know, are things clicking on when they're supposed to? And, I, you know, so it's taking a lot back and forth and, you know, reading manuals for things and uh, scouring like professional HVAC forums, <laughs> learning this stuff to just so, you know, I know how this, this sort of thing works. I will say it is super nice, though, because then I can control my the temperature of my house from my phone from anywhere I am. Um, you know, it's really nice. You know, you wake up in the morning. Oh, crap, it's cold. It's colder than I like it to be. You can crank up the thermostat a couple degrees and warm up the house before you get out of bed. In theory, you can have these schedules that will, you know, at certain times it will heat the house to this much or cool it down to this much. Um, I'm having a hard time getting that to work because you're supposed to have so much of a gap between how much it heats and how much it cools. And I really just want it to be at one temperature. all. Like I want it to be at 72 unless I want it to be higher than that. Um, I almost never want to be lower than that unless I'm away from the house. And so me and the thermostat have some fundamental disagreements about how this sort of thing is supposed to work. But thankfully, it lets me override all the automatic stuff it tries to do. So that's just why I, I just use it as a manual thermostat. And I just tweak it um, how I see fit. But the interesting thing about this Echo B is, um, as I was mentioning before, it has Alexa built into it. So I've, I've always been very leery of Alexa because I, I think it's a glorified wiretap. And I still feel that way, and I'll probably disable it eventually. But for now, it's been an interesting way to uh, test out the Alexa thing and see what all the uh, the fuss is about. Um, and so I can say I'm not totally ignorant of that technology. And one of the interesting things about this was it's not quite as integrated as you'd think. Because I, I couldn't just say, Alexa, you know, uh, make it warmer in here or whatever. I had to first install the Echo Bee skill for Alexa. And, and then after the Echo Bee... And again, you had to install what? I had, okay, so the name of the thermostat is the Echo Bee. Right. And so I had to install the skill for it. The who for it? The skill? Yeah, yeah the that's skill? what you call these things on, on Alexa. You call them skills but instead of apps. So, you know, you'd say install, I don't know, install the Spotify skill, install the Echo Bee skill, that sort of thing. So you get the skill, you get the app, whatever you want to call it. You get that. And then you can say, tell my Echo B to set the temperature to 74 degrees or, uh, you know, whatever. So uh, so that was a little interesting. I mean, once you do that, it's uh, it's pretty slick. But, um, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, is explained. You know, somebody, there's, they do a really great job with the documentation uh, about as well as you could with something this complex, but I do feel that there, um, there's more they could probably do to make it a little more idiot-proof because it's one of those things that I have a hard time recommending it to even fairly technical people. You know, I'd have to, say, you know, you know, you have to have some kind of, you know, you have to know enough about computers and also know enough about home repair stuff to really get this thing work. Even then, you know, and I, I think I'm fairly knowledgeable in both categories, but even then I had to do a lot of research and do a lot of study to get things set up uh, like they're supposed to be. More to come. One more segment with Josh Centers. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Now Live.
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah, I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME44 to 42. 424 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME44 to 42424 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME44 to 42424. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. That's unfortunate about some of these tech gadgets. They don't make them really easy to use. I'm going to a lot of things like, all right, the Vizio TV set has a setup assistant. And you just click on the remote and you make a few choices. And it's pretty good. It'll work pretty well. The sound bar is really set up properly by default. But you have this one bar of single LED lights. And depending on what they are, is where the adjustment is. It gets to be a little arcane with that remote. But on the other hand, if you just leave things alone, it'll probably work okay. It automatically pairs with the Bluetooth subwoofer. So that works okay. But it's not as friendly as the TV set. The TV set, I think they've got it down fairly good. You really have to mess things up rather royally for it not to work. You'll get a decent picture just by following the instructions. The other thing they have, which is really good, is they have something called calibrated, where it's actually pretty close to what the magazines report when they calibrate it professionally, which is really good. Because, you know, most people don't want to bother with that, especially on a cheaper set. You can actually hire somebody to come to your home to professionally calibrate your set. But you'll spend three hundred dollars for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh. Unless you're spending a couple of thousand, I guess. Then, if you could afford two thousand for a set, you can afford three hundred for the calibration. But for the seven hundred dollars set, or as you say, the three hundred and change set, you want to turn it on, make a few basic adjustments, and get on with your life. So I do now instead of going through the whole all that rigmarole, I'll go to RTings. And I'll look up the TV, and they usually have um, settings they've calibrated and spent time perfecting there. And, and, and I found they usually work better than what I am coming, coming up with on my own, doing my own calibration. So uh, I did that with that TCL, and there was like two, two things to change. I, don't even, I think it was brightness. I don't even think I had to adjust the color or anything. I think it was barely all. It didn't really didn't need any adjustment. It was basically perfect out of the box. You know, it's, that's how it should be. Why do you know it's calibration? You know, you, you get you spend five grand for an iMac Pro. You don't have to calibrate anything. It just looks right. You get an iPad. You know, it just looks right. There's no calibrate. You don't have to calibrate the colors and the the contrast and stuff on an iPad. Are you, are you kidding me? You know, so like you know, again, this is why Apple should have made a uh, a TV set because then they could have done that. They like, no, look, you don't have to do any of that stuff. It just it looks right because it's because you know we we calibrate it for you. Because that's a professional job, <laughs> that that should come standard. So anyway, um, well, you see, the ideal setting, I guess, for the Vizio is a variation of calibrated dark, because the TV looks best in a darker room. And I compared Consumer Reports with CNET, and the difference was in the backlight setting, the color setting, and both chose a different gamma than default. That's it. So I could try the CNET setting in a minute. I could try the Consumer Reports setting in a minute. 
and see which one I like best and then try my own. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to do, you know, so you can switch back and forth. You know, going back to the soundbar thing, and this is one of those things that's driving me crazy right now with TVs. It seems like they've got most of the stuff, even calibration figured out, but the soundbar thing is still kind of a mess. I set up a soundbar on my in-laws TV and I had to use um the old optical output. And so I had to program his direct TV remote to control the volume. And it's just it's kind of a mess. It's just not ideal. You know, ideally, I sh- I know you can do this if you have HDMI arc, but I haven't found many soundbars that have that, and I haven't found many TVs that support it. I mean, I'm sure if you bought, you know, a brand new, both of everything, you know, it would work just fine. Like, my TV supports arc, but my um, soundbar doesn't. I could buy a new sound. I could drop 250 bucks on a new soundbar, and then, you know, problem solved, I guess. But, you know, you really should just be able to plug the soundbar into the TV, and it should it should be a different port. You shouldn't have to take up an HDMI port because they're stingy with those things. Anyway. We should have to take up an HDMI port just to be able to control your soundbar in a normal fashion. So that's the thing that kind of frustrates me. So I'm see. using the optical connection. Yeah. And it's not a problem because it's Vizio and Vizio. So right, they're pretty well right. integrated. Right. I have a Vizio soundbar. I like the Vizio soundbars because they're the only ones for some reason that make surround sound soundbars. I don't know why no one else makes those. With rear speakers? Yeah. Sure they do. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, Vizio's only one I know. But anyway, the thing I like about the Vizio, and, and my in-law's soundbar did not have this, the, but the Vizio, it, it can just learn wherever remote you're, you're shooting at it. So, you know, I thought when I moved from a Vizio TV to a Sony TV, it'd be a problem. No, it just it just learned what the, uh, I just taught it what the, the volume buttons were. And that works pretty well. So I mean, you know, they have ways around it, but you know, it just it's just it's clunky. It's it's a hack. It should just be you plug the soundbar into the TV, and the TV knows what to set the the volume to. They should just work together. And it shouldn't matter if you have a Sony TV and a Vizio soundbar, or a Sony soundbar and a Vizio TV, or you know, whatever. It should, it should just be a standard. So I guess it's what HDMI arc is for. Um, so you know, I guess it's already kind of solved. But thinking you're giving up an HDMI port. So not really to my satisfaction, but that's a whole other episode. I could spin on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've not had any problems with it at all. I also adapted my Cox remote to work on the Vizio TV and the Vizio soundbar. Where it has a problem is you have special dedicated buttons on the Vizio remote for like Netflix and other services. And that's an issue. For the Cox remote, so I use the second remote. I have also a Logitech Harmony, but some time ago it just stopped recognizing inputs properly. And so I just don't bother with it. I'd rather when I want to watch Netflix, I just schlep out the Vizio remote. Although in theory, I could also do it from the iPhone using the SmartCast app. So it's not that I'm locked into one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Anyway... So, that's what we have for the TV. We sum it up. Apple, if they want to have some participation in this market more than diehard ecosystem users, they're going to have to think of another answer. They may have wanted the Apple TV originally to be part of a streaming service, and that was stillborn. Even now, when they're going to originate their own TV programming, you're not going to need an Apple TV just for that. There'll be other ways to get it. I kind of think it's going to come through apple music they'll make it apple music and tv because apple is 
not even getting close to Spotify. No. Spotify is leaving Apple in the dust when it comes to subscribers. They have, what, 30, 35 million? Spotify is up to 70 million paid subscribers. The only problem with Spotify might be the financial thing, whether they'll make a profit. Josh Centers, tell our listeners where we can get more of your stuff. You can read my, my articles on tidbits.com. Uh, you can buy my books at takecontrolbooks.com. And I'm on Twitter at jcenters. Josh Centers, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me back, Gene. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? And you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035.
It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You see, one of the things that we do on the Tech Night Owl live is that we observe FCC regulations, which means... None of those seven deadly words or the 300 variations there, too. <laughs> and I understand, you know, in terms of politics, that when certain people use the words that we can't mention, they do make exceptions. But we are not going to do that. I am, however, talking to Bob Dr. Mac Levitis. And the last time he was on, a couple of months back, he was using an iPhone 10 and had not made a choice yet as to whether to keep it or not. That goes back to what, early November? Yes, I, I ran around with an iPhone 10 in one pocket and an 8 Plus in the other pocket. For and understand a- he has to have a pretty big pocket for that 8 Plus. <laughs> I have used those larger iPhones, and well, believe why me. That's why they're plus-sized. That's right. But we don't want to get into that. He's wearing plus-sized pockets. They have special pockets. No, they don't. I have to go to the Husky Boys department. <laughs> I was a Husky boy until I was 18. I then lost 50 pounds in the course of a year. And I weigh 5 pounds now less than I weighed when I was 18. So I kept it off. How about Nicely that? Nicely done. Nicely done. Oh, it's just tremendous. I'm still here. You're not tremendous. I'm not tremendous. Rather spelt. Something like that. Yeah, so uh, I actually, the column went up a couple weeks ago, so I can can reveal the the, uh, thrilling conclusion. And that is, uh, at the end of the day, the iPhone X was worth the extra money to me because, primarily because of the camera, but also because uh, I like the talking duties. Excuse me? Oh, oh I'm yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I understand now. You got oh, these 3D thingies. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you can give yourself like a moving or animated avatar. Yes. And one of the moving animated avatars allows Is, a pile of poo to speak in your own voice. I can see, politically speaking, where you could have the face 
of a politician that you hate masquerading as that. <laughs> that would be his avatar. Yes. Believe me. Is oh, he... I do. I do. Okay. Well, you're the only one on this planet. Everybody thinks that I'm just a wackadoodle. And I am not a wackadoodle. <laughs> a wackadoodle, huh? A wackadoodle. Okay. okay. I don't want to get into the implications of that. Let's talk seriously here. Okay. So you like that. You like the animated thing. I think you'd play with that, like, for a short period of time. And then after a while, you'd say, all right, the thrill exactly is gone. Exactly true. Exactly true. However, um, while I don't use it as much, the first few days, I, I sent uh, animated things to, to everybody I knew because it was so much fun. Not just the poo, the the unicorn and the chicken and the the whatever that other thing is, and the robot and the alien. It was really fun. But you're absolutely right. After like a few weeks, I can't remember the last time I sent an animoji. I think most of my friends and family are sick of it. And they're jealous because they don't have iPhone 10. So they can't like talk back to me in the same vein. So I don't know. Uh, I, I really, though, I wrote a, a column for Mac Observer, and I, I took some pictures side by side. I ran around with a camera in each pocket for weeks, and whenever anything was photo-worthy, if I took a picture of it with one camera, I tried to pull out the other one and take the same picture in approximately the same, you know, settings and, and situation and distance. Um, so I had a lot of, this shot was the iPhone 10. this was the 8 Plus uh, photo pairs to look at and it was pretty clear ha 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 that the iphone 10 takes better pictures and shoots better videos i thought they were supposed to be fairly similar they are fairly similar but the iphone 10 while apparently it has the same optics the same the same uh sensor the software is different. I think maybe the lens is different. Something's different. And, and it's pretty clear to see that you get much better results in low light with the, with the iPhone 10 than the iPhone 8 Plus. And not that the iPhone 8 Plus isn't awesome. It's really good. And if I didn't have the iPhone 10 in the other pocket to compare it to, I would have said the iPhone 8 Plus has the best camera I've ever used. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of degree. But uh, I also like that this, the iPhone 10 gives me kind of the screen real estate of the big phone without the bulk. Okay. So, you know, if you put them side by side, the iPhone 10 is closer in physical size to the iPhone 8 than the 8 Plus. An 8 Plus is much bigger than an iPhone 10. But iPhone 10 has ostensibly a higher pixel count and uh more screen real estate that's pretty arguable but you know you get you get pretty much more more picture in fewer inches how does that sound is that right that well of course the edge to edge thing now right. one controversial part of it however is the notch yeah, and I kind of think vertically it's not going to be an impediment, but horizontally, developers have to work around it somewhat. To to do an app 
for iPhone 10 properly, I think the developers have to special case some 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 things that they're doing to make it look right on an iPhone 10. And a lot of developers have done it. A lot of developers don't need to because it just depends on where the controls are on things. In a lot of apps, uh, you we, you don't even know that it's not specially designed for iPhone 10. I've seen very few apps where where it really made a, a big difference. Uh, in a couple cases, it was kind of ugly, but not really non-functional. I was more concerned that I wasn't going to like face recognition compared to thumbprinting, you know, uh, fingerprint recognition. But I do, and once you get used to it, it's like, well, yeah, this is great. Because all you do is flick your phone like you're going to open it, you know, flick flick up on the screen. And while you're holding it and doing that, it's looking at your face and, and saying, yeah, you're you. So it, it, it's much simpler, really, than having to, you know, position your thumb just so. And if your thumb is cold or wet or greasy or you have a scab on it, it really is more, I think, more reliable, more robust, and probably more secure than Thumbprint. I mean, they both have their problems. The Thumbprint, in addition, of course, to having a dirty thumb or whatever, is when you don't really hold it in the exact place, it may not recognize it. It's going to be like 80-90% accurate for most people. In terms of Face ID, I know there are a few instances where it may not pick you up or it may identify your identical twin or say a son or a father where they really look almost the same. We couldn't get my, my son tried. He couldn't get it. He couldn't get mine to unlock for his face, but, uh, but does he look that much like you? Yeah. He looks as much like me as any other kid. No, he looks he looks like me. He's got the same coloring and he's the same size and the same shaped head. So, you know, in theory. But I, I think probably you have to look more alike than we do. And the, the thing is though, so okay, um let's just let's just say it can be spoofed by one in what, a hundred thousand people. We're gonna be spoofed by our advertisers if we don't break. Bob Levitis, Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com.
Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm everyone how much healthy I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Okay, so maybe it could be spoofed by, you say, one hundred thousand. You can also create a 3D mask. And it might work that way. But when I think of the 3D mask, all that comes to my mind is Mission Impossible. <laughs> Did you see that movie with John Travolta where he got someone else's face like glued onto his yeah, face? Yeah, that was Nicolas Cage. Yes. Yeah, there you right. go. Nicolas Cage, where it's called, was it called Face Off, was it? Face Off, right. Right, Face Off, face off where they basically 
exchange identities, and you have to assume here that they are physically sufficiently alike that one can impersonate the other. And I don't see that. I have to look up their descriptions. But John Travolta tended to be more heavy set in his middle age than uh, Nick Cage. So I don't know. Um, you know, the magic of uh, special effects photography, they just put him in one of those suits with a million dots on it and replace him later in post. <laughs> Make him look just the same. It's kind of funny because it was, it, I, if I recall correctly, they had each of them, but talking in the right voice. So it's like they dubbed each other's lines. So when you saw Nicolas Cage, he talked with John Travolta's voice, at least for part of it. And I thought, that's pretty weird. Okay, so I'm looking here. John Travolta is six foot two, and Nicolas Cage is six feet. Okay, so two inches, no problem. You, camera yeah. angle, you can, you can fix that. Or right. put, him in a, put him in a ditch. Have him stand in a ditch. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what they did with Alan Ladd. He'd stand on a stool because he was five foot six. And in those days, you had to have the star be taller, the male, than the female. Now, Tom Cruise is like five six, but nobody cares anymore. And William Shatner was about five six also. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Shatner was short. short. But yeah, Shortening. when you see the Call Star Trek movies, though, you never get the impression that. He's tall. I never got the impression he was short, actually. But I didn't watch a lot of Star Trek. All right, you're not a Trekker. I mean, nobody no. cares anymore. They cared in the Hollywood of the 40s and 50s or whatever and earlier. But nobody cares about heights anymore now. I don't think. Well, no, they don't. Because they have, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Cruise playing Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher in the novels is six foot five. 250 pounds of all muscle and he's a brawler he's a big scary giant guy that's right that, yes like, i heard about room. that i've never read the novels i I've saw the bunch two of them it's, you did he's yeah he's nothing i mean reacher the character in the novels is a big nasty hunk of stuff just tom cruise no matter how snarly he is doesn't come off as big and tough well, on the other hand, the nice the advantage of a Tom Cruise, though, is you see a six foot five guy and you say this guy's imposing. But someone like Tom Cruise fools you. You don't think he's a tough guy because he's short. And, yes, slim. and because the script says so, he always wins. <laughs> That's right. There you go. It's well, how nice tall was Jackie start. Chan? Jackie Chan would he's beat up short. everybody and he's a short guy. So yeah, I don't think that matters. Martial arts. But he knew martial arts. You know, that's that's different. That's like cheating martial arts. Oh, it is. I okay, so. Jackie Chan is five, eight and a half. Five, eight and a half. So that's probably about what Tom Cruise is. No, Tom Cruise is like five, six, five, seven. You see? There you go. And the key matters, is here, huh? before we get completely discombobulated with pop culture and which actor is taller and who would make a better Jack Reacher other than Dwayne Johnson, he would be Jack Reacher. Yeah, he's, see. physically, he's much more Jack Reacher than, than uh, Tom Cruise. 
Right, but he was taken. Or they couldn't afford him anymore because he's one of the highest paid actors. I think he's even getting more than Tom Cruise these days. Anyway, iPhone 10. You like the Face ID. You yeah, like I the do. camera. And you I like the... I don't care that it doesn't have a home button. That took about two days of getting used to. And in fact, if I pick up my other phone now, uh, I find myself swiping instead of pressing the home button because I'm so used to it. You know, I have to remember that there's a home button and I have to press it and it's different. Okay. Yeah, I definitely like it. You know what my conclusion was, if you can afford it, you definitely like it. Want it. It's got a better screen, a better camera and and more pixels in a smaller package. You know, it's it's the things that you want if the $200 Delta doesn't, you know, doesn't put you off and paying over $1000 for a iPhone doesn't turn your stomach it is a pretty good phone i mean it is a pretty darn cool piece of, of tech and and i thought about it and i thought you know what i spend more time probably using the iphone lately than i do even my computer i mean if i'm out and about and i i have downtime i'm i'm doing mail triage i'm surfing the web and reading articles that i'd be reading if i was sitting at my desk and i uh, you know, I have an iPad, but it's not always with me, but my phone is. And and it occurred to me that, you know, I don't replace my uh, computers all that often, but my phone, I, I can see replacing every year uh, if for no other reason than to get a better camera. Because it's the camera I use for just about everything these days. I, I don't hardly ever break out the SLR anymore. There's just no reason for it, because iPhone cameras are darn good for the things I do. You know, the last time I moved, I was looking over stuff, what to keep and what not to keep. I have a Canon camera mm -hmm. of, I don't know, six, eight years ago. I haven't used it. I just use my iPhone camera. And I'm sure my iPhone camera is a lot better than that Canon. It was like one of the mid-price models. We can see where that technology is. Nowadays, you have people who use SLRs, and they compare the latest iPhone camera, and they'll say, yes, there are cases where the true SLR is going to be better, but not that much better. Okay, so the verdict here, sir, is that you're going to keep the iPhone 10. You decided to keep the iPhone 10. This yes. is your smartphone of choice. Now, yes. supposedly, if we can believe what some of these industry analysts are saying about Apple, there's going to be a bigger iPhone 10 coming this fall. But the thing is here, if you're already selling that for $9.99, does the price go down because Apple maybe can get more OLED displays and then the bigger iPhone will be the one that's $9.99, the bigger iPhone 10? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the price points fall out when both of them have OLED screens edge to edge and no home button. And, you know, they're. Now, the, here's the thing this phone is much closer in, in physical size to the iPhone 8 than the 8 Plus. So maybe next year you'll just have the 11 and the 11 Plus, and they'll both have OLED screens, in which case the 11, the smaller physical one, would be less expensive the way they are today. Well, so the other prediction is that there's still going to be an LED display 
Ed, but it'll be edge to edge also, but it'll be the cheaper model. Say it'll be something like an iPhone 10 without the OLED. <sighs> well, it remains to be seen. You know, it'll be interesting what next year's uh, crop of iPhones turns out to be. I think a lot think of it is very heavily going to be dependent. Let me say this. A lot of it is going to be dependent on just how good the iPhone 10 sales were. I mean, we're getting completely contradictory stories. You know, one, oh, they're cutting back in the supply chain, which they do every year ahead of spring because you sell fewer product in the spring. And maybe it wasn't so hot. And others saying, my God, this was incredible. And if you see on February 1, when Apple releases its quarterly financials, where they say, oh, look at this. The average sale price of iPhones is higher, and that will mean the skew was more towards the more expensive gear. That's going to be one thing in addition to total sales. You'll see the mix because Apple will never tell you, except maybe to say, oh, yeah, we had a blowout quarter with iPhone 10. It will be interesting uh, to see what you know gets announced in the summer and released in the fall. And what they even what the what the naming uh, convention will be, you know, because after X, well, I guess we could go to eleven. It could be the Spinal Tap edition. It goes to eleven. More to come. I don't know. With Gene and Bob on the Tech Night How Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Age related macular degeneration is a leading cause of blindness in people over 55, but with treatment, it can be slowed down, stopped, and in some cases reversed. Make sure you see your grandchildren grow. Protect your vision by requesting information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1 800 Blindness for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD, or go to the website fightblindness.org where I found so much helpful information. Or again, call 1 800 Blindness today. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere.
Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. The Spinal Tap version of the iPhone. Or Apple could just release an iPhone 9, which would be an edge-to-edge standard display. And then the iPhone 10 and iPhone 10 Plus would be the well, premium uh, ones. Maybe. I don't know. I think they're going to have to diverge into two lines. If they're going to keep doing less expensive phones with LED or LCD or whatever they are, and, and also OLED, at some point, either the Plus has to be the one with the better display or there has to be a different line of products with OLED displays than the plus and regular LED display type. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they go with it. I, I imagine we'll find out at a uh, worldwide developer conference, which is, I believe in June. Well, it's check, always in but, June, but you're not going to find out anything about iPhones there. Oh yeah, you will. You'll find out a lot because Wait. they'll tell you about iOS 12. But it will only be in relation to the current models. It won't be in relation to what might not be released yet. Bear in mind no, that. No, no. Uh, it'll be September before we actually find out because of the way Apple does things. But we'll have some, some I don't know. You won't have any model names until after the summer. You know, uh, They usually don't tell you what they're called until they do the big reveal. So I would say we're not going to know for sure if it's iPhone 9 or iPhone Spinal Tap Edition or what until next September. When they invite the journalists out to uh, Apple Park. Yes. For the big reveal. Speaking of big reveals, we saw the iMac Pro ship really ship in December. Are you getting one? Uh, You know, it's funny you should ask. Uh, I'm not getting one, I, I don't think. I'm not in a rush to buy another computer. I'm actually, I've been editing video and saying, you know, I wish I had more horsepower. I wish I had more memory. I wish I had a bigger screen. And I'm thinking maybe I should get a new computer. Um, but my MacBook Pro, it took me a long time to, to get to where I could only have one computer and be happy, not have to have a desktop and a laptop. And I'm kind of hesitant to give that up. But I do like the... Uh, iMac Pro, and if it weren't for the high price, I I would say, yeah, I would get one. I'm going to get one to review, and I'm going to see how much difference it makes. I've been doing a lot of video editing, so I'm going to see how much difference it makes in in renders and and time that I wait for stuff in Final Cut, because it's definitely less responsive on my MacBook Pro than it would be on something with 8, 10, 12 cores. This one's got, it's actually got eight cores, but they're eight smaller cores. Well, of course. What can I say? Listen, here's the thing, too. I understand Final Cut Pro 10 works perfectly fine with the standard 27-inch iMac. It does, and it works fine with a, with a MacBook Pro. It really is optimized, and the way that they do the proxy media uh, makes it so that you can work with pretty high res like i'm working in hd i'm working in 1920 by 1080 that's a lot of pixels to move 30 30 frames a second but uh they they use a 
pretty clever system of, of creating low-res media that you actually are using while you edit and then only like assembling your final cut from the high-res files. And, and that means that it scales down to lesser computers pretty well. But at some point, you still have to render everything and output. And on this machine, uh, a 10-minute lesson sometimes will take, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes to output. And while it's outputting, it's rendering and writing to disk. So your, your Mac is, I wouldn't say unusable, but uncomfortable to use because over 75%, probably close to 90% of your processing is going into Final Cut and rendering and everything else. So it makes it so you have to kind of plan your day. I always do all those renders at the very end of the day and then just walk away and let it go. There is a very detailed review of the iMac Pro by a video professional at Apple Insider. And I recommend it because he did detailed benchmarks running different filters and such on a well-equipped 27-inch iMac and the iMac Pro. And you can see where... The Pro has advantages, and not so much in Final Cut Pro, except if you're doing 8K timelines. If you're doing 8K, which is, of course, professional movie makers who are using 8K for their multi-hundred-million-dollar blockbusters, you might see a difference. But the impression I got there is if Santa Claus had been generous and poured lots and lots of money in my bank account, and I could buy any Mac I wanted... For my purposes, I would get the regular 27-inch iMac, you know, one, you know, well-equipped. I wouldn't go for the iMac Pro because what I do would not be impacted by it, even though I have Final Cut Pro 10. It just wouldn't show that kind of advantage unless I'm doing something for the professional movie industry. So that's something to consider also, and remember the price. But if somebody is doing that kind of work, spending upwards of $13,000 for a fully maxed out iMac Pro won't be a big deal. Working on a million dollar, a multi-million dollar blockbuster movie, but when you're working on a course that you're going to sell for a couple hundred dollars, you know, I just think most people that use Final Cut Pro aren't running it on a 12 core, 128 gigabyte of RAM iMac Pro. I do like the color though. I'd almost I'd almost pay a premium for a regular iMac in space gray. Also, the audio system on the iMac Pro is superior to the one on the regular iMac. There is that to be said. It says better bass because the bass on the regular iMac is... Uh, I always have speakers for my Mac because there, there's no way you can build a, a computer that's going to have even, you know, even remotely close to a good pair of stereo speakers on your desk. I had this Bose system I got a number of years back. And I was living at a place where if I ran all my equipment with my laser printer and everything, and I tried to use those speakers, it would cause the circuit breaker to trip. (laughs) And it it was really the laser printer that was doing it. I'm living in a different place now with a different system. I'm about to get the box that contains the Bose speakers and give them a try and see what happens and see if it destroys my <laughs> circuit break. But the circuit, <laughs> but the the panel is right here in my office. So well, if it don't blows do it something, while we're recording, 
I am not. No, 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 no. It will not be done. It only happened, though, when the laser printer was about to power up. You know how they work. They power up and the fuser is turning and all that. And that's when they reach a peak. In fact, it got so bad that brother agreed at the old place to replace my laser printer with a brand new one. It made no difference, but at least I got a new printer out of it. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Ah, expensive printer, folks. You know, it was a hundred and change. Anyway, let's get to something else here. We're talking about the possibilities at WWDC. The next Mac Pro, is that where Apple unveils it? You know, do we even really know for sure that there's going to be another Mac Pro? I mean, I know that Apple said there will be a, a new Pro model, but I have to wonder... If there's going to be one that's like a headless, you know, old style tower or whatever, garbage can, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it almost doesn't make any sense because the new iMac Pro has Thunderbolt, which means you can expand it the same way you would have expanded a garbage can Mac Pro. And I I just I'm not sure there's a, a, a use case for a standalone, you know, monitorless. It would be an iMac Pro without a monitor, really, or, you know. Something like that. But Apple did say in the press release for the iMac Pro that they're working on a Mac Pro. Okay. It's it's right in there. I'll look it up as we talk. But as I recall, it was definitely in Apple's official press release announcing the shipping of the iMac Pro all about the Mac Pro. We got another couple of segments to spend with Bob Levitas. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? And you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035. 
looking for that edge during those intimate moments. We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. Call the Federal Tax Management Helpline that has been set up for you, 800-503-8625. Stop the wage garnishments, levies, and tax liens now. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will stop all the collection activities against you. These unique programs have been allocated to help the economy and significantly reduce reduce or eliminate your tax burden. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. If you owe more than 10000 in taxes, call for free information and to see if you qualify. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-503-8625. That's 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and Fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Remember, too, here, the iMac Pro is using a special generation of Intel Xeon. And there are still more powerful Xeons out there. Believe it or not, there are more powerful Xeons out there. There's one 28 cores. If you get it with the expanded memory controller, it's like $10,000 for the chip. Would it make my uh, MacBook Pro faster? It's probably the, that chip's probably the size of a MacBook Pro. All right, here it is right here. In addition to the new iMac Pro, Apple is working on a completely redesigned next-generation Mac Pro architected for Pro customers who need the highest performance, high-throughput system in a modular, upgradable design, as well as a new high-end display. Okay. That's the press release, and it is signed by... Two of the people at Apple that we know, such as Bill Evans. So it must be true because Bill Evans said so. Wild Bill Evans, if he said so, then it must be true. And and I guess that makes sense because there's only one display, if I'm not mistaken. There's only the one 5K or whatever display option. So if you buy an iMac Pro, you don't get a choice of displays. You have one display 
and so you're stuck with that as your first display. But you can add two more 5K displays. It'll yeah, absolutely. But but there's only one 5K display anymore, and that's the one from LG. There is no other 5K displays. Look at what I'm saying is maybe you don't want that. Maybe you want two 4K displays. I think you'd have a a four 4K displays. But listen here, though. Maybe you want it though, but you're stuck with the display that comes in an iMac. So there's, I guess that's a a justification for a a headless or or monitorless pro unit so that you can configure the displays the way you want, but then they say they're coming out with their own high-performance display, which in Apple speak means it'll be somebody else's piece of glass at a very high price point. Yes, but it's going to be more than that. I don't think Apple needs to come out with another 5K display, although they might. They've got the LG and they'll be using LG panels. I think Apple is going to release an 8K display. Dell already has one, and 8K is where the movie industry is going. How much does an 8K display cost? From Dell, I don't know, $3,200, $3,500. I will look as we talk. It's a 32-inch 8K display. So we have Dell 8K display. And here it is right now, the Dell... Ultra Sharp 32 8K monitor. All right. It's actually 31 and a half inches. Oh, okay. The prices range from Walmart sells it, $36.99 at Walmart, $38.99 at Dell. Okay. Walmart? Yeah, they're big in electronics now. Walmart. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go to my neighborhood Walmart and say oh i want an 8k display so i can edit video better and they'll look at me and say well i would think here then that something like an imac pro could drive one of those okay it couldn't do two i'm not even sure it can do one yet there can't be too many computers who can right well and you know in the case of the mac you don't have the option of buying a better video card All right. Well, now we have all those answers for us. We now know everything that's going on, none of which makes any sense. Okay. That's my prediction. There will be a Mac Pro because Apple said so in that couple of sentences from their press release. So we assume it's going to happen. Apple's been promising it since April of last year. So I assume it's going to happen. Probably going to be shown at the WWDC. That would make sense. And when Apple introduces a new display... You're coughing. I have to uh, Sorry. cough switch. All right. I'm looking for my button, but this microphone doesn't have one. There will be an 8K display from Apple because that's the logical place to go. I mean, that's going to be the big thing. And maybe they'll come up with a companion 5K also. You know, like redo the LG display as if Apple had done it originally and make it right. <laughs> yeah, they'll do it right. And then there'll be an 8K display. And it'll probably drive two 8K displays, this new Mac Pro. It'll have the 28-core Xeon, and it will cost over $20,000 fully outfitted. You see, he's so shocked that he stopped talking. No, I was afraid I was going to cough again. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I... I, I I, you know, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to, I have my main uh, 
drive that I use for video is a Thunderbolt, a little four four terabyte Thunderbolt RAID with two two uh, two terabyte platters in it. And I'm thinking, I'm going to take that over to the Apple Store and connect it to the uh, iMac Pro and compile, you know, render render out a lesson and see how long it takes to render out a lesson, how long it takes to um, create all the proxy media, which is really time-consuming on my Mac. You know, I bring in a bunch of raw video, and then I want it to um, make the low-resolution proxy so I can work with it in real time. You know, I can uh, it can take 15, 30 minutes before I can work with the footage, for a nine-minute segment, so you know, I, I'm definitely having to wait for a lot of stuff. And if if I'm going to do more of this in the future, time will be money, and it might very well be worth. So, who'd you say Apple Insider had the article with the benchmarks? Yes, very detailed benchmarks comparing a 27-inch iMac with the iMac Pro, the basic model, the forty nine ninety nine model. Now, right. I understand the sweet spot is the next one, the 10-core model. They say because of the way it is, it's optimized to do its speed boost better. But it's also, if you get it fully equipped, it's going to be like 7,000 and change. So if you can do that, they say that's really the best one to get. But Apple Insider went with the forty nine ninety nine one. And it looks like you can probably just go and get it now. They have them at Apple stores and everything if you really want to spend all that much money. Or send me one as a present, you know, anyone's <laughs> interested. But, you know, before you send it to Bob, because he's a best-selling author, and therefore he doesn't need you to give him any money. But seriously speaking, let's look at other stuff here. Because Apple has gotten in the thick of it with a couple of really stupid bugs like this. Oh, I was just going to say, did you hear about the bug where... You- you can unlock the App Store system preference pane with any password. You can type password. You can type. I yes. think you can do it with no password because that's Maybe the other bug that no we password. had where you had a password a bug where you can get root access, which is like super user, where you control right. the whole ball of wax without a password, without needing to enter anything. I think and that this, one fixed and, though, and you think, okay, that's a stupid bug, and they fixed it. But we got one more on the Tech Night Owl Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. 
People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered, from business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771, 800-831-0771, or visit reputationdefender.com. It's about time something new came along for better selling and buying online. And I found it. What now, Marge? It's buysellmakeoffer.com. Never heard of it. It's a brand new company. That's why you've never heard of it. It's the newest and best way to sell any products online. I did all the research. Sell my car? Yes. Our home? Yep. My golf bag? Your golf clubs. All of them. How about your purse collection hoard? Hey, now. You said any product. Right. I did. Hmm. We get 30 days free. Really? Packages starting from only $9.95. And buysellmakeoffer.com will never charge item fees ever. Mm. Never. And this is cool. Listen to this. You can even use Skype or video to show your items. That's cool. Yes. All we have to do is go to the website, sign up, and then load our stuff to sell. I love this site. Buysellmakeoffer.com. Buysellmakeoffer.com. You got it? Buysellmakeoffer.com. Buy, sell, makeoffer.com. Better selling, better buying. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. The other foolish bug was, as he says, you could unlock your App Store preferences on Mac OS High Sierra without a password. Or with any password. No, not, you didn't have to say password or... Whatever or a- you type worked. Including nothing. Right. You can even use the word that certain people in Washington have been saying since... You mean the one that starts with... Yeah, well, we can't even mention it here. This is... 
This is a very safe, family-friendly show. We don't want to get into politics. You see, that goes for the other guy. There's a guy named Alex Jones who is heard on GCN, and he can talk about that stuff. We don't do that. So Apple did some really stupid things here. They have this really, really dumb, dumb bug, and it's more than what I call the throttle gate issue, you know, where they, as they say, adjust the performance level of iPhones with deteriorating batteries and therefore could benchmark considerably slower. I think most people probably wouldn't notice much of a difference unless they're doing something that really stretches what their phone can do. They're pretty fast. But with these bugs, I mean, I think here that somebody there has really been asleep at the wheel, that they allowed something like this to happen. It's not that Apple's the only company doing this. You know, Microsoft had an update for this CPU bug, you know, that Meltdown and Spectre is for the one called Spectre. And it slowed down every everybody. Well, it slowed down older PCs, but if you had a PC, if you had a PC with an AMD Athlon processor, one of their older processors. Yes, it wouldn't work. You couldn't boot it. It would stop at the startup screen. And I don't know how you'd restore it. They might have gotten a new patch out somehow, but how would you install the patch if the thing if you, can't be booted? If the thing's bricked. Right. Well, that's a real serious bug. I mean, a stupid security bug, well, probably nobody would notice it until, of course, the bug was reported and revealed. Nobody would notice it. Hackers would try something complicated to get into it if they really had control of your system. But with something where it just won't start or performance will be noticeably slowed, that's something you're going to see. Whereas a couple of our readers sent benchmarks of their Macs after being patched for Meltdown. Mm -hmm. And the difference in the benchmark was so minuscule, it could be a sample variation. If you do the benchmark twice, you'd see a greater variation. Well... I think it's kind of interesting that Apple has pretty much said publicly that they they're able to fix both of the both of the vulnerabilities without any any degradation of performance. Uh, whereas I don't know that other platforms are able to say that. So I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of lawsuits once this all gets sorted out because I do believe people are going to be saying, you know, I bought this and it did X. And now you're telling me it's only going to do X minus four because you guys screwed something up. You need to give me some money. Well, it's the chip maker. It's not Microsoft here. I know. Now, the thing to bear in mind, though, is I saw some benchmarks of current PC hardware and the performance degradation was either non-existent or like two, three, four percent. Not much. You barely see it. But older hardware and Microsoft admits this. It's going to be more drastic. Intel said from 5 to 30%. As I said, less than 5% you won't notice unless you're rendering or something. 30% you're going to notice, especially on older hardware. It's already slower. And I do expect something's going to give there. At one point, they said that they'd literally have to redesign all these chips and sell them again, I guess, replace them. But imagine here, we're talking about virtually every... CPU chip, ARM, some AMDs, Intel, whatever, 
going back to 1997. Billions of chips. So they've got these updates, and you'll notice what Apple says in its material about the upgrade. It will mitigate the bug. It will not eliminate it. It will mitigate it, which means they're not saying it's going to be completely controlled. But Apple didn't no. get rid of it. They mitigated it. Well, the first stuff that I saw made it sound like it only affected Apple. And then Yes, this was really stupid. Look out, Apple has this browser bug until it's patched and all this other stuff. Don't use your browser on iPhones or something. And they didn't seem to understand this was the mainstream media. USA Today ran a story like this. And I hope they corrected it. They didn't realize that 85% of the smartphones out there are Android. That what, Mac has a market share now. I think it's up now to 7 or 8% worldwide in the last quarter. So 92% of the market is Windows. But to every one of these articles, Apple, Apple, Apple. Yeah, it was kind of bizarre, I thought, considering it was a, 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 pro, a bug that affected Intel, ARM, and AMD processors, of which there are bigger users than Apple. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. I guess the haters want to, you know, that's just a thing. What I wonder about here is at any point that Apple say, gee, maybe we should have tried to keep the power PC around longer. <laughs> I don't think so. That was a problem. Well, the other thing, of course, is the power PC probably would have been impacted by the same bug. Yeah. It's all something called... I read. I've read a lot about it. However, I must say uh, it's a, technically over my head. The official term is speculative execution, which is kind of the chip kind to guess what's going to happen and what code is going to be run, and speeds up the processor. It makes it do more things faster. As a result, you get faster results. But supposedly the code that is not used, because it's basically calling out both, the one that's not used suddenly becomes available to be hacked. That's very rough and probably barely what the bug is. But it is something here where I wonder again, and I don't see any real explanation how do you have a bug this serious exist in billions of processors for 21 years and they just discover it? And what's even more amazing was, from what I understand, it was discovered simultaneously by like four... What was I going to say? Oh, what, what was really weird. But what was it? What was I going to say? Okay, what's happening here is that Bob was momentarily interrupted by a phone ringing and now needs to be kind of set back on track. So we were talking about the fact that the CPU bug, Meltdown Spectre, I love the term Spectre, that it had gone undiscovered for what? 21 years. Imagine that, 21 years until researchers finally came across it. Go figure was discovered by four researchers at the oh, same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. What is up with that? How does that happen? 
that it, it's undiscovered for 20 years and then four different groups kind of discovered it at once is that is, am i am i wrong i'm pretty sure that's what i understood was that it was discovered by a bunch of people simultaneously in different parts of the world well it was about time but i also hope that knowing this these researchers will look for other undiscovered cpu books because there got to be other things out there that we haven't realized yet because we're so focused on the operating systems and the applications that we're not thinking, hey, wait, there may be something going on with these chips, something that we need to understand, something that we need to fix. And maybe that's part of it, the non-attention. Oh, it can't be the processor. More to come with Bob and Gene on the Tech Night I Live. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. This is Dan Pillett. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpillett.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hello, my name is Marjorie Wildcraft. I'm the founder of The Grow Network, which is an online community of people who produce their own food and medicine. We are really into backyard self-reliance. If you want this lifestyle, I suggest your first step be to learn some basic home medicine. 
Just the other day, my 18-year-old son came to me and said, Mama, I got a sore throat. Can you fix me up? And I said, sure, Ryan. And in about 24 hours, he was better. The best home medicine for you to start out with is garlic. It's an amazing natural antibiotic, and I can show you how to use garlic to handle ear infections, sore throats, colds, and flus. As a way for you to get to know a little bit more about me and the GROW Network, I've written up an easy introduction on how to use garlic. It's at gcnwellness.com. Now, the station manager told me that I needed to say the URL at least twice, even though it feels kind of weird. But if you're interested in backyard self-reliance, you are one of us. Go to www.gcnwellness.com and let's connect up. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We have the final segment here trying to speculate on why a bug so serious affecting billions and billions. I'm almost thinking of Carl Sagan saying billions and billions of computer chips went undiscovered for 21 years. But now hopefully they have had a wake up call. Do you imagine what would have happened the havoc if hackers discovered this before now? Well, I don't know. Uh, Every time something like this happens, I have to reevaluate my stance on running uh, antivirus or anti-malware software on my Mac. I'm still not doing it, but I I have to wonder when the day will come when I'll have to. You know, if they keep finding stuff like this, these are serious vulnerabilities. These are things that would allow bad guys to do bad stuff. But this is not something you'd fix with antivirus software. It's a chip-level bug. Well, I'm just wondering if, I don't, you know, I don't even know how to, how to protect all my devices because a lot of these things could attack my iPhone, which I wouldn't even know. I don't even know what, what I would do to protect my iPhone. Somebody's going to figure out how to get around all of that Apple security, and there's going to be a bad link in an iPhone something that's going to do something bad to my iPhone. I'm more worried about that than my Mac, only because I don't know that I can, you know, I I don't know that there's anything I can put out there to reduce the likelihood of getting caught with, you know, getting caught by something like that. Whereas on the Mac, I know that there are products that would, it's weird. I ran a virus scan on my Mac and it found a bunch of stuff. It found a bunch of like Windows viruses in, in documents and stuff. You know, I'm nothing, nothing bad has gotten on my machine in 20 years. I'm just afraid that there's going to come a day when I can't say that anymore and that I have to do something other than safe computing. I mean, other than not clicking on links that look nefarious or are from people I don't know and things like that. I think mostly if you, uh, 
don't do stupid things, you probably won't expose yourself to most of the bad stuff. But I, you know, I wonder, like for my mother-in-law, should I be recommending she run some antivirus software or something? Obviously, the CPU bug doesn't apply. Anything else, most of it is social engineering or something so subtle, somebody's going to have to take control of that computer and have physical access. And when you see someone getting physical access, you assume something could be done. If a criminal comes to your house, Bob, which we assume is not going to happen, they come to your house and they take your Mac you at gunpoint. I figure there's going to be something they can do if they are hackers. Probably. I mean, the worst that happens is this. They say, you give me control or bang, bang, and that's it. But if it's going to be anything else, it's going to be social engineering. They'll take you to a site. And if you teach your in-laws or your parents or your grandparents or whatever to just be careful about what they do, be careful about what they download, and that problem doesn't exist pretty much on an iPhone because they're not going to jailbreak it, I don't think there's going to be a serious problem. On the other hand, it's going to be a cat and mouse game. It always is. And maybe they'll come a time. But they've been saying that for years, you know. Well, the Mac is getting more popular, and someday soon we're going to have to run that antivirus software. And there have been some things here and there. But I think Apple is much, much more proactive. They may be careless about allowing the password bugs to exist. But once they discover it, they get those things fixed pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, like I said, I pay attention to this stuff. And, and so, you know, I know what to look for. I know what's out there. I don't worry too much about me, but I worry about like my family and my friends because a lot of this stuff is cleverly socially engineered. You know, I mean, I don't even run this stuff, so I couldn't say if there's even something out there that is unobtrusive and relatively uh, helpful. I don't even know how I would go about doing the research for it. I'd have to go out and find some infections to infect myself with to test the software. I don't know. I hope someone else does that. Now, in the old days, when I was reviewing for, I think it might have been for Macworld, they would actually give me viruses to test it on. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying is I'm not equipped to test that kind of stuff. I don't have a bunch of test viruses to try, and I don't have an, a machine I can isolate from everybody else so that whatever I do is, is limited to one machine here. And, you know, Macworld had different resources, Mac user too. In the old days, Macworld had a lab, a they real lab. Did. They'd have several people there who would test all this stuff. And when you reviewed for them, most of the time, they'd simply get you the test results and you'd write your story around it. And the same thing true with Mac user. Correct. And then more recently, when Macworld laid off everybody, except for a core group of writers, they gave up the special lab and they just broke out Geekbench or one of these canned benchmark apps. So everybody has access to the same way of benchmarking it. But in the old days, they even made a CD of the Macworld tests and handed out so readers uh -huh. can actually do their own tests, if you recall. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But then again, we're all using generic tools, but it, it empowers everybody to be able to do the same thing, which is to run their own tests of the benchmarks. I don't know how realistic those benchmarks are in real life, but you can do real world tests yourself. 
and everybody can do it. Now, when it comes to a company like Apple, Apple has some very fine print, so fine that even my best reading glasses can't see it. But Apple has fine print where they explain the exact tests they ran and how you achieve those results. And I suppose you could try it. I remember in the older days when I was doing those benchmarks, they would send me a file, Apple. This is the test we run, and I'd run it, and it'd be the same result. So I, you know, it's not that they ever lied. You know, Maybe they would emphasize certain tests, You know, like when they used to have these CPU bake-offs where they'd show you that the power PC was faster than Intel until it wasn't. And you'd be able to run your tests as I did on a PC with the equipment they said was required. And you'd run it on your Mac and by golly, gee whiz, you got the right result. I know, though, in those days, they used to really send me nasty email on my columns saying, no, 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 Apple is faking it. Apple's lying. No, they're just emphasizing the tests where they do well. Everybody does that. What the heck? Bob Levitas, please tell our listeners. If they need to know about the things you're working on, where do they go? The easiest way to remember is boblevitas.com will redirect you to my current website, workingsmarterformacusers.com. That's a lot of letters to type. boblevitas.com, B-O-B-L-E-V-I-T-U-S.com. For all of your macking needs. You can find us on Twitter if you look at Tech Night Owl. Also, check Gene Steinberg on Facebook. We have a second radio show. Believe it or not, we really do. It's called The Paracast at Paracast.com. And we have a really, really, really fascinating guest this week. His name is Walter Bosley. And he's a former FBI agent, all right, and a special agent for the AFOSI. That's the Office of Special Intelligence. This guy is a former spook. And he talks about, you know, that report of the secret Pentagon study of UFOs. It's been getting coverage everywhere. Well, he'll talk about that and he'll give you some really interesting insights because of his intelligence background. Walter Bosley on the Paracast at Paracast.com. And don't forget, if you want to really support this show and get the best version free of the network ads... You can subscribe to Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's P-L-U-S.technightowl.com for a modest subscription rate, monthly, weekly, annual, five years, lifetime. We give you a version of the show free of the network ads, better quality audio. So you hear Bob Levitas the way he was meant to be heard, whatever that means. Bob Levitas, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Hey, thanks for having me, Gene. It's always a pleasure. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.